Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Washington, D.C. Acknowledge me. Chris Russell on the Team 980. I'm not trying to be a jerk. All right, good afternoon, everybody. Nice to have you with us on a Thursday, February the 8th, 2024. As we draw within 76 hours, I guess it would be about 76 hours from kickoff of Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium, which you can hear right here on the Team 980, the Odyssey app, beginning at 2 o'clock via Westwood One. We'll have all-day coverage for you through the final whistle and the celebration of Super Bowl 58, again, right here on the team 980 looking forward to the final football game of the season uh, and seeing who comes out on top. And again, we'll have uh, again, all of our super Co- Sunday coverage beginning at two o'clock via Westwood one. So we have a big show for you today. We have former Redskins head coach Jay Gruden in the three o'clock hour. He will break down Super Bowl 58. He um, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you like football, which, you know, we try and bring you, um, if you like football, you're going to like some of the X's and O's and analytical type stuff that he's going to give you, schematic type stuff that he's going to give you, because we already did the interview, talked to Jay this morning, just in full disclosure. Uh, as well, Craig Carton from FS1. Now, not the Mad Dog. The Mad Dog apparently was talking about me with Grant and Danny the other day and remembering me vaguely uh, and and saying he did not force me to change my name. Craig Carton from FS1, who used to work on WFAN, uh, will join us coming up in a little bit, about 25 minutes or so, uh, right at 1.30, uh, on behalf of FanDuel. And we'll talk, of course, Super Bowl 58 and everything in between. Uh, and some of the controversies, I know they spent some time talking about Eric Bieniemy and whether that was right or wrong to be visiting the Kansas City Chiefs in their building before the AFC Championship game while still at that point very much under contract to the Washington Commanders. We'll talk about that, the field, uh, all of that. Um, so we will be joined by Craig Carton coming up again in about 25 minutes. But the big one, the big one is Commander's head coach, Dan Quinn. He will join us at 2.15. And, um, you know, listen, uh, everybody knows that I've been very much in favor of this hire. I I promise you it's not going to be a total suck up. I've got, got, I think, some hard-hitting questions or some fair questions. Fair might be more than hard-hitting. I mean, look, if if y'all think that I'm going to be like, hey, how does it feel to be the third or fourth choice? That's not correct. That's not the way it works. Okay? Number one, everybody that's running around saying he was the third or fourth choice, you don't know that. They never, ever, ever made any sort of commitment to Ben Johnson. Period. Now, did they call Mike McDonald? On his way to Seattle? Yeah, from what I've heard, yes. 
Did they make him an offer? That's a little gray, but I'm sure they tried to if they didn't. So you can argue that Dan Quinn wasn't their number one choice. Never said that he was. I know that he was at the top of their list. Not the not I don't know if he was the top name on their list. He was at the top of their list when they interviewed eight or nine guys and considered a bunch of other people, right? And ultimately squeezed Bill Belichick in the back door and Mike Vrabel and Pete Carroll became available and others that were kind of in the waters. Dan Quinn wasn't eight or nine on that list. I don't know if he was one. I don't know if he was one A. I don't know if he was two, but I know he was near or at the top of their list. How do I know that? They called him an hour after they fired Ron Rivera. Maybe it was an hour and a half. I mean, you don't do that to somebody you're not interested in. Right? No matter how it played out, they brought Dan Quinn in for an in-person interview before flying to Detroit. So you can sit here and say, hey, how does it feel to be the third or fourth choice? You don't know that. And ultimately... Does it really mean anything? And I don't think it really does. Here's what I know. Whether he was the first choice, the second choice, the third choice, the fourth choice, whatever. You guys can concentrate on that. You guys can get swept up in that. You guys can focus on that. I'm going to choose, and maybe I'll be wrong, but I'll take the hit if I'm wrong. Ain't the first time, ain't the last time. I choose to focus on the fact that he's an experienced, successful past head coach. Don't just look at the record. Now, the record is 43-42 and with a Super Bowl appearance. Should have won the Super Bowl. They did not. I can't deny that. They won a road playoff game the next year without Kyle Shanahan. Yes, there were some issues after that, even with issues after that. Roster management, offensive coordinator, so on and so forth. They were still 7-9, 7-9. Yes, they started 2020 0-5. Again, Marty Schottenheimer started 0-5. Wound up 8-8 here in his one year here. Didn't Joe Gibbs start 0-5? I believe that worked out for the Washington Redskins. You can start 0-5. That doesn't make it a losing season. That makes it a losing record in a five-game season. And yeah, it wasn't pretty. But as I've told you over and over and over again, there is not one set of criteria, one set of data, one set of statistics, one philosophy, one ideology, one mentality. Not on this show, man. I can't control everybody else. I'll fight the good fight, but there ain't one and only one way of doing things on this show. And whatever else and whatever other form I exist in, whether it's on Twitter slash X, whether it's on other shows, TV, radio, what have you, in print, there is not one ideology, one way of doing things. And there is not one surefire, only this way, or the highway, type of agendas. That, that Maybe at one point in my life, I used to have that. That's not the way I roll now. So what I hope to do by having Dan on in a little over an hour, for those of you that heard the press conference, heard him with Hoffman yesterday, And if you didn't, go back, listen, obviously, on Rewind Podcast 515 he was on. I thought Craig did a good spot. I thought Dan was, you know, great. I'm trying to ask, obviously, different questions to elicit different answers, maybe some stuff that he hasn't been asked yet or ways he hasn't been asked. But while we said the other day, Monday, after the press conference when we were at Command Land, that... You don't win any games or lose any games via press conference or via an interview. What I'm trying to do is peel back the curtain a little bit so that you guys understand, hey, for those of you that are on the fence about this, fine. You have a right to your opinion. 
For those of you that are dead set against it, I don't get that. I don't understand it. I never will. But you're entitled to your opinion. But I hope, I hope, to peel back the curtain a little bit, to shed a little bit of light, to bring you a little bit closer to not him as a person as much, but yeah, that's a part of it, but to how he's going to operate with this football team. You heard Logan Paulson on with Kevin Sheehan. Great interview, great spot, great information. Uh, highly suggest you go back and listen to it again on the Odyssey Rewind. Uh, I th- it was right after noon uh, and all the way up until like 1225 or so. And you heard Logan, who played for Dan Quinn, and Logan has talked about this with Craig on the Take Command podcast and, and every other interview and so on and so forth. I mentioned Tyler Columbus. I've met, I've talked to other coaches that worked side-by-side side with him. Kyle Shanahan the other day, just effusive in praise, right? While none of that guarantees wins, you know what it does? If you combine what people think, not what they're saying, because you could say anything, what people think, what people believe, and what people know about Dan Quinn and Adam Peters, you know what it means? Especially when you throw in the Josh Harris and Magic Johnson factor, it means for the first time, truly for the first time in 30 years, people are going to want to be here and play here and live here. Not just because they're getting paid, Not just because it's the only NFL home that they know. Not just because they feel a sense of loyalty to sign a second contract, i.e. a Ryan Kerrigan, a Jordan Reed, a uh, Trent Williams, whoever. It's because they want to be a part of what they are building and what they are putting together. So... They say nice guys finish last. Sometimes that's true. But you know what? Nice guys who are also really smart, creative, aggressive, kick-ass, experienced, and shrewd, you know what happens to those guys? They often finish first. So I would just say this. Get aboard now. Don't break your legs hopping on the bandwagon two years from now. Don't keep being a hater. Don't hate the player. Don't hate the game. And don't hate the head coach. You don't have to love it. That's your right. You could prefer an offensive mind. You could have preferred Ben Johnson. Hey, listen, if you want Ben Johnson, that's on you. I keep telling all of you, as I told you throughout the process, I didn't want that guy anywhere near my football team. Nowhere near. I knew, I knew that there was something weird about him. And it helps that I talk to some people that know him. Okay? I knew he was a playmaker, a play designer, and that's about it. And maybe one day he'll be a good head coach. I don't know. But this guy, this show, was not head over heels with him in any sort of way. Now, Mike McDonald, even though I had questions, I did really like him. And Raheem Morris, of course, I loved Raheem Morris. So I can't tell you Dan Quinn is the only one that I loved or liked or wanted to get the job. But I had a prototype in mind, a great leader, a galvanizer, an energetic, enthusiastic dude who also ideally had experience and was from the defensive side. Because I am still of the thought that you can win with Defensive first as a mentality. You don't have to 
score 28 points a game to win games in the NFL and to win championships if you build out the best roster. If your focus is on the best 53 instead of the best 11. And the only 11. You get where I'm coming from? 301-230-0980. That is how we lead off. Again, Craig Carton going to join us in about 1.30. We will talk Super Bowl 58 and more. Some commander stuff as well. Get his reaction to Craig, uh, to uh, Dan Quinn. And also this, the Wizards have reportedly made a trade. Details next on NBA trade deadline day. For some reason, the dopey NBA choosing to drop this into our laps instead of just, I don't know, simply waiting a week when there's nothing else going on next week. But why would we want to do that? No, instead we want to make 16,000 trades on the Thursday of Super Bowl week. But the Wizards have reportedly made a trade details next uh, right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let me just say I hate when I think I'm charging my phone, which is always low on battery because it's five and a half years old and it's cracked to smithereens. Let me just say I hate when I think I'm charging my phone for a good 20 minutes. You don't check the indicator light and you realize it's not charging. Not good. Not very good. 5 and 11, not very good. You know what is very good? Dan Quinn going to join us at 2.15. Jay Gruden just after 3 o'clock. Craig Carton coming up uh, at the bottom of the hour from oh F- my goodness, goodness gracious. No, Susan, you are not allowed on the show. No offense. I love you, Susie. What? Maybe, maybe during Yankee season. Waja. Good gracious. Anyway. Uh, that's the guest rundown. We will try and squeeze in some calls. 301-230-0980. In case you missed it, it's NBA trade deadline day, and there are a lot of trades coming down the pike, and the Wizards have reportedly made one. The Mavericks, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, have agreed to a deal to acquire Daniel Gafford. From the Wizards, in exchange for center Rashawn Holmes and draft compensation. Um, the story, uh, which is right now up at the team980.com, uh, 
points out, and this is as of 11.15, I think, was Wojnarowski's last tweet on it, uh, unless he sent an update that I haven't seen, um, is one of many, obviously, uh, but specific to the Wizards centering around a situation where you give up Gafford, who certainly is... Listen, when Marvin Bagley is out of the lineup, as he has been the last, I think, two games, really, really, really difficult. But the bottom line is, Gafford, when he was on the court, was able to give you at least minutes from a shot-blocking perspective, from an occasional offensive perspective, from a hustle and effort perspective, the problem was, unfortunately, he was in foul trouble a lot, right? It's just undeniable. And while he was a nice find and a nice piece that Tommy Shepard brought in here from Chicago, ultimately, Daniel Gafford is probably not somebody that you want playing 35 minutes for you, right? And we all knew first half of this season or the first, you know, 40% roughly, they did not have enough size, even with Gafford. And then they go out and get Marvin Bagley, and he comes in and kicks a little ass for the first, I don't know, six, seven games, whatever it was, and then he gets banged up. And again, I think he's missed the last two, maybe three games. I have to go back and double check. But the bottom line is, Bagley clearly, under contract for another year. They kind of like him. Who knows what they're going to get back in Rashawn Holmes. I I don't have any file on him. I got to look him up. Okay, I can't tell you I waste a lot of time watching Dallas Mavericks basketball. But the point being is, right, you kind of knew, and still with the deadline still to come, that the Wizards, if they were going to trade, and now there was all the rumors about Kyle Kuzma, but if they were going to make a trade, it was going to be it was going to be Daniel Gafford or it was going to be the point guard Tyus Jones. That that's I mean, that's what you kind of figured, right? And as of right now, as of right now, it's Daniel Gafford. And if you're going to give up Daniel Gafford. Hopefully, again, you're getting a young, upside size guy that they, this administration, really likes. And a cheaper option in return. And one who can compliment Marvin Bagley. We'll see about Tyus Jones. Still some time. Lots of trades going on in the league. But the bottom line is, Daniel Gafford was a nice find. He wasn't the end-all, be-all by any stretch of the imagination. Maybe I liked him a little bit because he was from Arkansas. Good luck to Gafford. Obviously, there's no more further update that I've seen on making that deal official. But maybe he has a chance to play some valuable playoff minutes, which obviously wasn't happening here. All right, we'll take a timeout. Do a trending alert. Craig Carton from FanDuel coming up and Fox Sports 1 next right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. All right, so as we mentioned again, Daniel Gafford heading to Dallas as part of a deal with the Mavericks. So his career here in Washington has come to an end. The Knicks have traded Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, and Alec Burke. Uh, to I, I should say the Pistons have traded those two players uh, to the New York Knicks in a package for Evan Fournier, uh, Quentin Grimes, uh, and two others, along with two second-round picks as the Knicks continue to reshape and retool their roster. Meanwhile, former Wizards point guard uh, Spencer Dinwiddie on the move again. He's heading north of the border from Brooklyn to Toronto in a deal for Dennis Schroeder and Thaddeus Young from the Raptors. We'll keep an eye on the NBA tread deadline all day long after the Wizards lost last night 
uh, in a spirited effort at home. Meanwhile, the Capitals back in action tonight. 7 o'clock puck drop down in Sunrise against the Eastern Conference champion Florida Panthers. Action on 106.7 The Fan beginning at 645. And that's what's trending. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, one thirty on the nose. Good to have you with us on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app on this Thursday. Just cleaning up something about Bagley, who we mentioned, uh, you know, obviously who they traded for from Detroit and now trading Daniel Gafford, the Wizards, to the Dallas Mavericks. Gaff- uh, Bagley's missed the last three games. The Heat, spr- uh, the Heat, Phoenix, and last night's loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, all right, joining us right now is... The host of the Carton Show uh, on FS1 every morning, uh, 583 on Verizon Fios around here. Not sure the other channels I watch it uh, and bounce around between the junks and Carton. Uh, it is longtime radio host and FanDuel responsible gaming ambassador. And again, the host of the Carton Show, Craig Carton. And he's with us on the BetQL guest hotline. Craig, it's Chris Russell here in D.C. Good to have you on again this year. How are you, sir? Yep. Doing great. I got a quick question for you, if I may. Yes, sir. Do you do you think it's weird or untoward or awkward, or you pick your favorite word, you're better at that than I am, that while Eric Bieniemy was still employed <laughs> by the commanders, that he's showing up yeah. with the Kansas City Chiefs right. to try to get himself back into the good graces of Andy Reid. What's uh, going on? All right, so a couple of things. Number one, I talked about this yesterday. That was my first thing that I said absolutely with you. I was like, this is kind of weird. He was under contract when this happened because right. it was before the AFC championship game. And he was he was or had interviewed for the head coaching position, which still had not been de- decided at that point. So when I watched you guys this morning, and actually I was going to ask you about this. Uh, obviously, you brought this up with your uh, with your panel, uh, and 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 again, I don't want to get Eric Bieniemy in trouble. I don't want to get Andy Reid in trouble. I don't want to get Patrick Mahomes in trouble. But the fact that they were so willing to talk about this on the record with a guy who was not only under contract to the Commanders up until two days ago but also was in their building and was holding meetings, A, tells you the kind of regard that they hold Eric Bieniemy in, and B, tells you that they're like, yeah, screw it, we don't care if we broke the rules. <laughs> hey, it also tells you that Josh Harris and his group knew right away Eric Bieniemy is not surviving uh, you know, our decisions when it comes to coaching, but I was thinking back, I've never seen anything like that for unemployed coordinator of another team to invoke himself into the game planning of an actual AFC championship mm-hmm. game. I'm like, you, there's no way that should be allowed in the NFL. Yep. Crazy to me. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. Um, and, and maybe the NFL will spank the, the Chiefs a little bit here. Maybe they won't. You know, I, I think it's a yeah. weird, delicate issue, right? Because the enemies had... 
don't know, 17 head coaching interviews. He can't get one. He comes here to be the play caller and assistant head coach. It becomes a disaster. I don't know how much of the commanders you were able to watch uh, this year. I'm sure not much. And and, uh, who could blame you just from the standpoint of they suck? Um, But the bottom line is it didn't work out here for various reasons, right? Some of that, Eric Bieniemy's issue. But they love him. They adore him in camp, or at least the players do, on the record and I think privately as well. And it kind of shows you what they think of him to allow him to do that, right? And for him to do that and all that stuff. But it doesn't mean it's not against the rules. Yeah, it's probably against the rules. And like I said this morning, you know, if I'm Matt Nagy, the, you know, de facto, I guess, offensive coordinator recognized that Andy Reid does a lot, if not all, the play calling. If I'm Matt Nagy and this dude shows up before the championship game, right. I'm saying to myself, my man, I got this. Like, appreciate your support, but don't need you in the building while I'm prepping the guys for a huge game. So just – I never see anything like that. It's crazy. Watch Craig Carton every morning from 7 to 9.30 Eastern time on the Carton Show on FS1. As well, follow him on Twitter at Craig Carton Live, the Carton Show at the Carton Show. Uh, and he's with us, excuse me, as a FanDuel responsible gaming ambassador as we approach Super Bowl uh, 58. Uh before we get into some of the other things that I wanted to talk about, because you were also, uh, as we were uh, throughout the week, talking about uh, the field turf for the practice and uh, everything with the 49ers and how that might have yeah. an impact uh, on the game, why don't you tell us a little bit? Uh, we were able to have you on last year, so that, uh, you know, yeah. kind of our annual chat here. <coughs> Excuse sure. me, my throat is killing me. About what you guys are doing oh, yeah. at FanDuel, considering how much money is obviously going to be bet on the Super Bowl, and now how much you can do on an everyday basis for every event, and how important it is to teach people, hey, you can do what you do, but do it responsibly and do it safely. Yeah, it's, uh, and I appreciate the, the opportunity to do this again. Look, I'm an idiot, right? I went down a really bad road, and I knew better. Uh, when it came to gambling, that led to other bad decisions and, you know, cost me my freedom. Um, and I don't want to gloss over that. But, right. you know, the reality is that there's so many people gambling for the first time now uh, who just think it's all, you know, easy peasy. And to be fair, we don't do these interviews to scare anybody because the reality is that the far majority of people will gamble responsibly, recreationally, uh, and it's all good. But for the, the small percentage of people, which now becomes – you know, hundreds of thousands of people because the amount of people gambling that, you know, go down the road I went down where they start making irrational decisions. We just want to let people know that you know, there are opportunities before you ever make that first bet, after you make the first bet, where you can use the tools that FanDuel has created really just as a method to protect yourself against the irrational, emotional side of wagering. Uh, and that's really what this is all about because especially young men, that's the fastest growing segment of the population that's now gambling, mm-hmm. obviously for the first time, you know, it's like, Hey, you have a big win. So I'm going to get, I'm going to bet more on the next game. Cause I just got a big win or man, I lost that game. You know, the, the commanders lost on Sunday afternoon. So now I'm going to bet the Sunday night game that I know nothing about because I can't afford to lose the hundred bucks. I just lost. So, there are three things we talked about them last year and they're still there, which I highly recommend, which are, you know, time limits. You shouldn't spend all day on the app. If you want to make a wager, go make the wager, get off the app. There's no reason to sit on it. Number two, you can protect yourself from making that rash emotional decision, right? By setting up deposit limits so that if you do lose the money in your account, you're not going to go right to your bank account and try to refund the account mm-hmm. because you've set up parameters to protect against that. And then if you are successful, and some of you will be, and you make a couple good picks and you win a couple games, that it doesn't allow you to now be a lunatic and bet everything you just won, and you can do all that before you ever get to it. So it's just a good idea to consider it. And with that, you know, there are certain signs you look for, especially amongst young adults. I'll just give you one real quick. You know, one of the biggest signs for someone who's going down a bad road when it comes you're not just sports gambling, but really any kind of gambling, you know, cards, casino games, you know, scratch-offs, horse racing, et cetera, is that compulsive gamblers don't want attention. They become more of a, you know, recluse and loners, and they start spending a lot more time alone. Uh, they don't want to socialize. They don't want to go to parties. They don't want to hang out. 
They don't want to you know, be with the guys or the gals anymore. And if you have a friend who you know is actively wagering, who starts exhibiting some of those behaviors where they're not themselves and they're not interested in doing things they otherwise would normally want to do, I would just suggest ask them how they're doing and what's going on. And without being you know, too hyperbolic on this, you literally might save their lives. And if not that you know, drastic, you might certainly kind of wake them up and get them into a place where they can recognize that they're no longer gambling in a healthy manner, a recreational manner, and a responsible manner. And having lived it and now counseling young guys who are going through it, you know, that one phone call, that one buddy who says, how you doing, really uh, speaks volumes and really can change the course of somebody's life. No, I think that's very well said and and, and a, an important reminder. I mean, you can put time limits, you can put money limits, you can put, you know, app limits, what have you, and you can find out more at fanduel.com slash RG. Uh, and, and Craig was obviously talking about younger men. Uh, you guys have kicked off at FanDuel yourself, the Responsible Gaming College Tour. So, again, people can check that yeah. all out in the FanDuel app. It's easy to find. Again, fanduel.com slash RG. But like you said, you know, I, I have a friend that I, 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 you know, and I won't say it on the air, um, <clears throat> that a long time ago I used to watch him gamble, you know, and this was when gambling was so taboo, uh, Craig. Sure. Um, you know, he, he would, like, literally we were doing an Around the NFL show, and he would walk out of the studio during commercial breaks and, and literally throw up into buckets because he yep. was losing yep. so much money. You know, that's how powerful – this can be if you do it wrong. You know, one thing that I kind of do, and again, I'm, I don't have the addiction. I have an addiction to food, not necessarily to gambling, but I do a lot of $1 and $2 bets. You know, I don't bet $25 or $50 or $100 or whatever. This way I get action and I feel like I'm in the game, but I'm not losing more than, I don't know, five, six, seven. It's almost like playing the penny slots at any casino that you go to as opposed to playing the, you know, $50 per spin slots, you know, right. <laughs> or something there's, like there's, that. There's, there's, there, and, and that's the smartest thing because there's, there are people out there that incorrectly think, you know, I'm going to use gambling as a second source of income. And, you know, you're not going to. It's the reality. Uh, there's not a handicapper on the planet that ever has a year that's better than maybe 60% if that. So don't think you're going to show up and all of a sudden you're going to start winning every single week because the reality is that you're not. And it's okay. Look, you want to turn the Super Bowl into a pay-per-view event and put 20 bucks, 50 bucks on the game, depending on what your income is, all good. And if you win, great, take the money, go buy yourself a nice dinner or a bottle of something. And if you lose, hey, you know what? It cost me 20 bucks, 50 bucks mm -hmm. again whatever the appropriate number is yep. based on your income and you walk away and you know, it's all good. And the majority of people can do that. Uh, it's the people that now get caught up in the, I'm going to get rich. I'm going to buy cars and boats and yachts. I'm a better handicapper than you, blah, blah, blah. That start making just really what amounts to irrational and bad decisions. And I want to thank you in advance because look, having hosted sports talk radio shows for more than 30 years, I know when, when we come along and say, hey, give me five minutes of your, of your valuable airspace to have kind of a sobering conversation about gambling, it goes against what you would normally talk about. So we do appreciate it very much, and I appreciate the fact that you're giving us this platform to talk to your listeners. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure, and I think it's important, uh, very important for our audience to learn from some of the mistakes you know, that you've admitted to and some of the things that you can get in trouble. Craig Carton is with us, the host of the Carton Show on FS17 and 930 a.m. Eastern Time uh, every morning. All right, so uh, also part yeah. of th this morning's show, you guys were having a discussion about the field surface and the practice uh, uh, elements. I, I think it's, you know, yeah. look, the – the NFL is we, – we know they only care about money, right? I know they've had yep. field technicians out there. They say it's fine. Kyle Shanahan's like, ah, it's, you know, it's not that big of a deal, but it's a little bit of a pain in the ass. Like, how in the world does the NFL do this game to this magnitude and have a crappy field last year in Phoenix where guys were slipping left and right, and then again another disaster even before we get to the game? Yeah, it's mind-boggling to me, and it's not equitable. And for those of you uh, listening you know, to Chris right now, I just want to walk you through what they did. If anyone has ever planted sod in their backyard and then unfortunately had a real good rainstorm, you know what happens to the sod. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take. And, you know, the pieces of sod move around. They get muddy. So what the NFL did, 
Uh, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs are at the Raiders facility. All good. These guys are at the UNLV facility, which is a turf field. They took about three inches of sod, and they slapped it down on top of the AstroTurf. Right. Obviously, it's not going to take. It's got no soil under it for it to attach to the AstroTurf. And then they got an obscene amount of rain, kind of unexpected for this time of year in uh, Las Vegas, and it's become a mess. So no impact at all on the linemen, but an impact on your skill position guys yep. who are now afraid to death of you know, cutting on this crap and hurting themselves before the game. And will it have an impact? I say no, it won't. But just what you said, like, you're a $20 billion annual business, 110 million people are going to watch the game, and you took one of the teams in that game and gave them the best possible circumstance to practice on, and you took the other team and basically you trashed their practice week. And how the NFL does that or you know, stands by that is, is beyond me. Uh, Craig, uh, before we let you out of here, we appreciate your time. Uh, you know, yeah. to me, from from an actual matchup standpoint, I think this is going to be the San Francisco run defense, which has been horrible during the playoffs and was wretched against Detroit tackling. Uh, my guy Chase Young, uh, uh, half effort and all that stuff. Bad tackling, bad tackling. If yep. Kansas City can run the football, and they should be able to with Pacheco uh, and and maybe some reverses and some you know like little half tosses and whatnot with uh, Sky Moore and, and maybe even Kadarius Toney. I think this is going to be probably ugly for the 49ers. Do you do you agree with that sentiment, or do you spin it no, a different way? I don't. I don't. And I think you're right. Obviously, you know, Kansas City is clearly going to try to establish the run because Pacheco has become their go-to guy. And yeah, this is a much different Kansas City team than you know the last four or five years. They don't throw the ball deep. They don't do anything over the top. They might take one or two shots at it, but they are a – dink and dunk type of offense right now where the majority of uh, Pat Mahomes throws are 15 yards or less. But I would reverse what you said, and I'd put the same exact commentary on the Kansas City run defense. Mm. You know, I'm still baffled by the fact that Todd Munkin in Baltimore refused to run the football after what we saw the Bills did successfully against Kansas City with James Cook and, of course, with Josh Allen. The Kansas City run defense is the weakest part of their defense, good point. not their secondary. So to me, I think what you said goes both ways. I think if either team successfully establishes the run and they're both good enough to do it, I think both defenses are in trouble. Now, that being said, I even said this morning, the magic number in this game is 20. It is a race to 20. Mm-hmm. San Francisco with Brock Purdy as their starting quarterback over the last year and a half have never lost the game when they score 20 or more points. And the flip side of that, Kansas City, when they allow less than 20 points, also undefeated. If San Francisco is over 20, they win the Super Bowl. If it's a low-scoring game under 20, then Kansas City takes it by a field goal. All right. Love it. Uh, good stuff, Craig. As always, appreciate you. Uh, you guys are doing a great thing at FanDuel, obviously. And, uh, you know, again, we'll continue to advise everybody. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, we'll watch you on uh, Fox Sports uh, 1 every morning as I, as I bump uh, back and forth and all over the place. I got a couple of other shows that I got to monitor, but I watch every morning. Uh, and I'm a big I fan know. of yours. So, you know, I, I appreciate you making appreciate some time that. for us. And, and tell the junkies that do it 30 years, it's enough. It's enough. I mean, listen, when you make uh, the kind of scratch that they make and have the kind of rating success, they ain't giving up anytime soon, I can tell you that much, you know? Like, I'll tell you what, as a, as a radio geek and a guy that's done it, you know, for 30 years yep. and had, you know, blessed with success in a lot of different markets, you know, their run in Washington yeah. is a Hall of Fame run. I'm not sure if they're in the Hall of Fame yet or not, or Marconi and all that nonsense, but that is as good a run as you will ever get in radio, and I know the station's proud of them, and they should be. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, they've been kicking ass, like you said, for almost 30 years. And uh, and, and the best part about them, I'll just say this, because not as many people know this, it, you know, and people make fun of them and whatever. They don't talk hardcore sports, this, that, and the other thing. They're really, really, really good people. Really good guys. And, and I know them, and I've known them for 15 years. Really good guys. So, Dude, I've said this all the time. Like, the days, the old school days, I'm just doing straightforward yep. X's and O's oh, sports talk. Is it's dead as dinosaurs? And if you can't, 
uh, if you can't talk about other things and pop culture and, you know, your personal lives and, you know, stray from sports, then you don't belong in this business because it's not the way to go. I agree. One last thing. Do you miss radio or are you really happy with the decision you made? Uh, both. Um, okay. Look, radio is in my blood and heart. It's the only thing I can say that I've done uh, successfully uh, throughout my entire life. And I think my career, obviously, you know, success stands by that. You know, the TV thing is fun to me. It's a new challenge. And it also provided me the opportunity to you know, take care of a lot of things that I had messed up because of the gambling stuff. Yeah. So um, I'm thrilled doing it. Um, I love radio. I always love radio. And radio obviously gave me the opportunity to do a lot of really cool things in life. So uh, I'm always going to be... Uh, I'm always going to be involved in radio in some way, shape, or form, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. Craig, great to have you on. Uh, enjoy the Thanks Super Bowl, and we'll talk you. to you real soon, okay? You too. Take care. Thank right. you. There is uh, Craig Carton, again, of the Carton Show. Watch it on uh, FS1 every morning. On behalf of FanDuel, take a time out. Come on back. Don't forget, Commander's Head Coach Dan Quinn joining us at 2.15. Can't wait for that interview and that conversation with the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. Stay tuned. Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Thanks to Craig Carton for hopping on with us. Good spot there about responsible gambling, A. And B, of course, about the Super Bowl, B enemy. Now he was shot out of a cannon. He didn't leave. <laughs> let me ask a first question. He was, he was all fired up about Eric the enemy meeting uh, with the Chiefs. I mean, we brought that up on Windbag Wednesday with Linnell, right? When we saw that, I, brought, I, I first brought it up during a trending alert because it was a news item. And then we talked about it for a couple of minutes. We didn't spend a lot of time on it. I mean, I don't want to get EB in trouble. I don't want to get the Chiefs in trouble. I don't want to get Andy Reid in trouble or anybody in trouble. But it, and the first, I mean, if the first thing, if the first thing that doesn't strike you, and, and it's amazing watching all these NFL new network reporters, like, they're just, you know, again, reporting it as, oh, look at what happened here. This is how great. and what He was under contract. You know? I've been under contract at times in my life. You can't just do what you want to do or what makes you feel happy. Again, I don't want to get EB in any trouble. I didn't report the story. I didn't even know about it, okay, because I, I didn't think it would happen because he was still very much under contract. And maybe the NFL will look the other way. Maybe the commanders and Josh Harris will say, listen, we were going to let him go anyway. No, no big deal. Good for EB. We're not, we're not going to be jerks. but And they don't have to be, right? Everybody can choose whatever they want. But the, the it has to be brought up. And it is not shock jock radio. And it is not media just trying to stir the pot. It is illegal. Or illegal in, in a contractual sense. To be in a building of another team holding and hosting meetings with players in whatever form it was when you're under contract to another team. Now, again, maybe Eric Bieniemy got permission from Adam Peters. Maybe he got permission from Josh Harris. We don't know that part yet. The part that has been reported, that has not been reported, to my knowledge. So if it turns out that way, then okay. But as far as we know, and based on any of the reporting that I have seen, and maybe I missed it, but I, I watched a bunch of it, he was under contract and it was not met, mentioned by anybody that I saw. Hey, is this kosher? Is, is this allowed? It's kind of weird, isn't it? It was just like, oh, look at this great story. And good for EB. And if it helps the Chiefs, good for the Chiefs. Uh, apparently, it already helped the Chiefs. Because, again, it was before the AFC title game. Now, who knows? I said yesterday, maybe he'll be on the sidelines. Maybe he'll be in a skybox. Maybe he'll be in the Chiefs locker room. Maybe, uh, who knows, for Super Sunday. I have no idea. If I'm being honest with you, on one side of this, I'm a little upset about the fact that he was over there just because, yeah, he's under contract to all that jazz. Mm -hmm. But here's the other thing. We have a new OC. We have a new head coach. We have new leadership. We are moving away from all everything that was last season. So does it matter? 
Um, because I mean, it matters for, for in the, the commanders. Team, it doesn't matter for fans. For everyone, it's like okay, he's going and meeting with someone else. I don't think anybody here has ill will towards the enemy. No, no, Everybody, no, no, no. Like no. we understand it didn't work out last season, no. but we hope for the best for Eric. So. Yeah. If Again, us, I'm qualifying like, you know it by saying I'm not. I, I don't want to get Eric like, in trouble. What? But I have to point out that unless he got express permission from Josh Harris or from Adam Peters on behalf of Josh Harris, what he did was technically against, you know, what contracts and bylaws and and whatever stand for. Right. Hundred percent. And it, this is one of those things where if I feel like this ownership really wants to take him to task. They could. Yeah, I don't think they do. But I don't think they do. I and think and like, they you know shouldn't, what? by the way. You they know shouldn't. We aren't bringing you back anyways. Right. Like, right. you need to look for options. Right. Is this a little fast? Yeah, but are were you coming back in the first place? No. So who cares? I will say this. If EB did this without getting permission That's that we don't know story. of, while he was still technically under consideration for either the head coaching position or to stay on the staff, I mean that, just that probably be, wasn't the smartest thing in the world for him to do. That wouldn't be a good look for him trying no. to get his next job. No, exactly. Exactly. All right. No, we're not going to make a big deal out of it. I was. I just thought it was kind of fun. Uh, fun might be the wrong. Ironic that Carton just fired off on that before we even asked him the question because that was uh, on the question list. All right. Dan Quinn coming up at 2.15. So we're going to have a quick turnaround and a quick segment ahead. So we make it back in time for the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. Again, Dan Quinn coming up here on the Team 980, the Odyssey app, 106.7 HD2, and the Team980.com slash listen. Lots of ways for you to listen live to the new voice and the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. Dan Quinn, he's straight ahead. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.